This is Wolfish on Web3. Your guide through the new world of blockchain, crypto, DeFi, NFTs, and knowing yourself as your greatest asset. Now that's Wolfish. With your hosts, Dwayne Moffat and Jake Anderson. All right, what's up, everybody? Uh, we're here another time with another guest that's amazing from the Wolf Den uh, to talk about some some wolfish things that are happening with a project he's working on. Uh, we have Jay Bakta on the podcast, and uh, we're excited to have Jay. Love what he's building. This is something that Dwayne and I personally have a lot of connection and alignment with, especially when it comes to helping youth and and using you know what we're learning within this space to to bring some real world change so jay welcome to the podcast good to have you hey guys uh, thanks for having me excited you sent over a form that kind of explained your process of you know what you're doing and everything where your background is from but like we should dive into the and let the listeners know like where where that's all coming from first of all and then you can explain the whole project but i know like in your sheet here, you say, you know, CCA program, Nixmas, Wolf Den, Dr. Jeff, like I want to hear about Dr. Jeff <laughs> and, you know, all of that put together. And then, you know, the realizations that happened to actually move forward with a project like this is, is very interesting. Jay, you go ahead and give us a little bit of your story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so just a little background about myself. Uh, I've been a business owner for 20 years now, um, investing numerous business along the way, some good, some not. Uh, but, you know, one of the things I was always interested in was personal development. You know, uh, you know, that's probably what drew me to Wolf Den. Um, not only did it kind of change the tra- tra- trajectory of my portfolio at the time, but those that are on in Wolf Den know that it's about the life-changing education that they provide, you know, to its members. Um, so, you know, for example, I never asked myself what my solvable problem was or if what I've been doing all these years is you know, what I really wanted, or if I'm just chasing more, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, the more I thought about it, the more videos I watched, and I, I, I came to, you know, the conclusion that, you know, what I was doing was not bringing me closer to what I really wanted. Um, so the opportunity to join CCA came. And, you know, what I was looking for when I joined CCA was the, just the proper guidance and the frameworks to, first of all, just make sure that I'm making the right decision moving from what I'm doing. Um, and also, I wanted to make sure that the next decision, the next move I made was the right one. Right? I didn't want I didn't want to spend, you know, three, five, ten years fumbling to get an answer that to find out that's the wrong one. Right. Um, you know, at this point in my life, I feel like I'm too old for that to happen. Right. So. Um, when I as, as I was attending CCA, there's a thought that just kept coming to my mind. Um, it was a. Uh, man, if I only had known these principles when I was younger, you know, I would have avoided some of these mistakes that I've made in the past. Um, you know, having discussions with other CCA members, you know, they were kind of saying the same thing. Like, just would have been nice to know this when we were, you know, such a, at an earlier age, you know? So that was my first thought. You know, um, you know, also I was getting personal coaching through Dr. Jess Spencer and, you know, through, through his coaching and looking at the life lens progression, you know, one of the things, you know, where I was at, it was a uh, contribution. You know, um, I've always donated to charities, but I, I always felt like it never filled my bucket. Like I always felt like I needed to do more. 
you know um so you know that was a second thought that was kind of weighing on me um and the, the third thing is that i just want to be more present with my kids because you know i was in a situation where i wasn't you know with the my work life and so on so i just want to be more present and also teach them some of these lessons because you know my, my son's 15 my daughter's 10 you know um you know my son's gonna have some big decisions coming on um it's surprising how much a 10 year old uh, uh, has drama they have in school also. So, you know, um, that was a third thought. So that's when, just, that's just when everything put together, uh, the base case bill came to me. You know, uh, what if I get a group of kids and teach them some of these life principles um, in, and in real life scenarios, you know, and also have a base case treasury that they can work off to do real life projects. Mm-hmm. Before we dive too much into like the details of, of that, um, I'd like to go back and just like, we're going to be talking a lot about CCA and Dr. Jeff and, you know, those things while CCA is the certified certainty, uh, certified certainty, what's the A certified certainty advisor. And so that's, that's Nick and Dan's kind of IP, which they, you know, I've, I've had my eye on that for quite some time and I'm very interested in, you know, learning it deeper like there's all the content out there for free so if you know if any of this conversation sparks the listener's interest there's a ton of cca principles and information that nick and dan have put out for free but just to get access to that like you said almost like jump ahead you know i'm where it doesn't take you the years of learning the free content but get right down into the nitty-gritty of what it is so that cca program um we'll link some information about it for sure. And then, you know, Dr. Jeff, he's, he's an amazing man and has been around the Wolf Den for quite some time. Um, you know, one of the best coaches in the world, probably <laughs> to the very high level. So it's very cool that you got to work with him as well. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to let our listeners know some of the concepts and terms that we'll be using through the, through this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So with CCA, um, which was, pretty much led by Dan Nicholson and Randy Massengill um, and Nick. Um, you know, they, the, the, just the principles and the framework that they teach um, really does get you in the right frame, you know, the right state of mind as far as making the right decisions, you know, calculated moves, you know, um, the, 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 the reason I found CCA so valuable is just the, the weekly calls and the case and points that everybody shares you know the other cca members and just a constant conversations with everybody in cca um because it's just one thing to learn the principles and the frameworks but it's another to be able to apply it um and just have those conversations that you have with fellow cca members and seeing real life scenarios and situations really help bring it all together you know so um it, it, it probably didn't hit me until probably like the fourth or fifth week you know, uh, it's, 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 it's crazy how well calculated their whole curriculum is, you know, their, their lessons are. Um, it's like, you know, first it's like, hey, when is that aha moment going to come? Um, I think you have a plan in mind, which you, you don't even realize. And then all of a sudden it just kind of hits you. And it, I think it happened with a lot of the CCA members. Um, but what I was able to do from CCA was take a look at from a, a overall point of view of where I was in life. Um, you know, strategies like the barbell strategy um, and, you know, just kind of weighing where I was as far as my risk, you know, the, the higher reward, lower reward, you know, high risk. Um, it was just, 
you know, doing the, you know, sitting down and just journaling and figuring out where I exactly was and then, you know, hey, yes, I am making the right decision. And I and and I'm confident about the next one because I'm not gonna make it's not gonna be impulse based. And it's not gonna be uh, you know, emotion it's not gonna be emotional. There's something I really want to dive into, especially when you were talking about how you wish you would have known this a long time ago because you could have avoided a lot of mistakes. And, and, and I've definitely have had that conversation with myself because I think about some of the decisions that I've made, especially in recent years more so, but, but definitely as a younger kid, like, man, if I knew this information from the time I was in high school, you know, what, what would my life look like today? Had I known this and it's, not something I spent a lot of time like thinking about what the like the what ifs or I could have done this or should have done that, but it definitely brings a lot of awareness around the fact that <clears throat> excuse me, there's there's a need here for our youth to to have this kind of education and what a gift that you can give to the youth by being able to bring this to them. So I'd love to talk about that relationship because I know you've worked with some kids and you've been working with um, you know, different, I think you said you start with four members between ages of 15 and 17. So tell me a little bit about like that experience, like what's been specifically like their response to this kind of education, how have they responded to it? What's that looking like? Yeah. I mean, the response has been, um, it's been great. Like, uh, you know, obviously I, I started with only a few members because, you know, they also teach you in CCA about optimize before maximize. You know, so um, I didn't I didn't have a roadmap set on it. But I also want to kind of get a feel for how the kids are re, uh, responding, you know, um, but it's been it's been great. The parents have given me some amazing feedback as far as the conversations that they're having with them. Uh, and just, uh, you know, now they're trying to bring up situations and scenarios that, you know, they, they it's from the principles that I've been teaching, which is they're, they're just ecstatic about parents just love hearing that kind of stuff. You know, um, as far as, you know, the mistakes I made in the past, I think, you know, people are going to make mistakes. They, they say, hey, that's how you learn and grow is through failure. But I mean, at least you can make calculated moves and decisions um, mm -hmm. and, make it, you know, um, instead of just kind of winging it. Right. So, you know, I talk, I, I talk a lot about, you know, all bets with the asymmetric, the upside, you know, taking the emotional impulse decisions out of it and stuff like that. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff that might not apply, but we try to apply it to their scenarios. So they do case and points and six more updates. So we have discussions about that as well um, every week. Uh, and then just, I'm just seeing the improvement in what they bring every week. So like even the conversations I have with my son, um, he'll come up to me and he'll be like, hey, this reminded me of what you're talking about. The, you know, for example, the other day he came up and he's like, yeah, this this reminded me of the waterline model that you're talking about in the, in, in you know, in one of the classes, you know, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. I love it. You know, yeah, that, that must be, uh, that must be so cool when your kids come up and start using the language that you've learned and, and like taught them when they start using that kind of language. And even, you know, you, then you start seeing their actions and how they're like changing that, that just must be such a great feeling. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, in, in initially you start thinking, are they, is this really registering, you know, but it's surprising how much they soak up, mm -hmm. you know? Um, the way they teach CCA is, you know, repetition, like, you know, they'll cover it over and over again. And, and because 
you know, one they do they do point out that you 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 at different points in your life, different stages, and it's at, at some point it's just going to hit you, right? So you know, we do a recap every week of what we covered. So I think we've gone over playing your game like twelve times already. You know, so eventually they're going to figure out what their game is um, and understand the concept, and it's going to be embedded in them. You know, so that's a really good point about playing your game, and something that until i mean i'm 38 right now so until like really joining the wolf den and starting to learn these principles and then really click i would hear people talk about it using different language in terms of like you know doing what's aligned or uh, be authentic to yourself but somehow like the way it was explained in terms of playing your game and really what that means really changes shifts so much of your paradigm and of, of how you see yourself and and the actions that you're taking so what are like when you're working with with these kids and, and they're learning these principles, especially talking about playing your game, it's like if you can start playing your game, you know, in high school, like that's going to to set a completely different stage for you. Are you finding that are you finding that kids that are like learning these concepts are starting to shift away from what could have been original plans especially as they reach graduation because that's now like now it's time to be an adult right it's time to pick a path are you going to go to college you're going to join the military you're going to start a business you just go straight to the workforce like you know and i think it all comes down to like what you know of yourself and what's the game you want to play are you seeing that kids like like how are you seeing their approach to choosing this path to life post high school shift or change or adapt through this knowledge that they're learning from you yeah i mean just that that whole there's so much power behind that like you know um there's there's so much pressure from sometimes parents from peers um and to just to do things that really isn't them right mm-hmm. i mean you know so when, when you start thinking about hey what is it that you really want you know what is your game um then once, once you start thinking about it on a regular basis and you start thinking, it's like, this is not, you know, this is not what I really want. This is not who I am. Um, and they'll start making decisions accordingly. You know, I mean, I also tell them, yeah, you need to play your game, but at the same time, in order to grow, you have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. So if, you're, if this situation is going to put you in uncomfortable, doesn't mean that you're not playing your game. That means you're, you're taking that situation to grow, right? So, um, you know, you, you also have to be careful that they don't take it the wrong way in the sense that, hey, I'm, I'm playing my game. It, this is this is making me uncomfortable, so I'm not going to do it, you know? So, so there's a lot of things that you have to talk about and give, like, real-life scenarios and situations to make sure that they understand it fully and they don't take it, like, you know, literally, literally you know, like, hey, this Yeah, playing your game equals comfort, right? Like, yeah. if I'm comfortable, that means I'm playing my game. You have, to, see <laughs> you, have to, you have to combine it with you have to put yourself in uncomfortable position to grow you know so growth is a big part of it so we talk about receptivity you mm-hmm. know also you know that's one of the lessons as well so are you are you receptive to new ideas and change you know you know I, I tell them every day by you guys coming into this uh, uh call every week that tells me that you're receptive you know so then that that kind of gets to them that hey they're they're taking steps you know to grow mm-hmm are you are you working on like you want to go into like the treasury piece a little bit as far as like you said that you're building a treasury off of off of this project as well and if you want to expand on that a little bit more we'd love to hear yeah yeah so um, my initial thought when i first started the project was that they're gonna there was a i mean we started a 
treasury of guard BUSD. And um, they were going to use that to create real life projects, you know, as opportunities came because obviously being part of Wolf Den, there's so many, so, so many connections that you can make. Um, you know, there's Barton, there's Forge. I mean, there's just so many things that you can be a part of and, you know, collaborate with. Uh, one thing I did realize is that they are still in school. So they have activities, they have schoolwork, you know, so, um, you know, being to, you know, being able to, to dedicate time and energy to do real life projects is something that's going to be kind of difficult for them at this point. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I kind of changed my tune in the sense that, yeah, I, I'm going to be doing real life project in the sense that I'm expanding the base case and build to additional youth members, but I'm going to be using the CCA principles while I do it. So then we'll be discussing it in our sessions during the week. So they're learning from real life projects and I'll be using the treasury. So then they get value from it. Um, so, I mean, you know, one thing that, you know, Nick teaches is don't have, don't, don't have tunnel vision, make sure you have, you leave your options open. Um, so I never created that roadmap for this. And then I, it, it's gone a different direction from when I first initially thought it was going to go, you know, uh, which is a much better place than I could have ever imagined. Yeah, like we recently just interviewed Nick and went through some of that, you know, micro stepping forward, because when you have a vision, you're not sure if you're seeing like a ghost or if there's actually some actual content or substance there that you're moving forward to. But you don't know that until you, you know, start moving forward and then just being open to like shifting and moving closer. That's, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. And if kids, if kids can pick up on these on these concepts, like I can't imagine, you know, as they're learning just the, the speed at which they'll be able to implement these principles. Like right now, like we've been, well, me personally, I've been learning for a year, but I still like in the moment, I'm like, okay, what can I use in this moment to help me make a decision or get clarity or, you know, but like, if they're learning it at 18 and, you know, as teenagers, they're going to be early twenties and just flipping through these principles, like no problem that that'll be very cool. Yeah. They're going to have a nice little toolbox full of frameworks yeah. and they could, you know, as the time comes up, you know um, yeah, they're going to, they're going to have this unfair advantage that um, their peers are going to have for sure. It'll <laughs> yeah, make the quarter life crisis way more tolerable <laughs> when they hit 25. You're like, what the heck am I doing with my life? And it's like, you know what? Like now you have the tools to be able to navigate it. Cause I don't know if you guys ever went through the quarter life crisis, but I, I certainly remember my quarter life crisis. I didn't buy a motorcycle. I think Dwayne might have bought a motorcycle. I did. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it, as like, as you talk about like um, financial stuff, have, have you, is there a financial component as well? Or are you just like kind of sticking with the principles? Because like when I was younger, that was one thing that I wish I would have got more clarity on is like the financial aspect of, of moving closer. Yeah, so I, 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 the way I tie that in is I, you know, the, one of the things that Dan Nicholson talks about is making make sure, making sure all your bets are made with asymmetry to the upside, right? Mm -hmm. So um, when I when I when I talk about that, like if if, if you have an investment decision um, or any kind of decision that's you know that involves money, um, don't just consider the financial aspect of it. Think about the time and energy, reputation, all these other things as well. Um, because because what, what ends up happening is that you get so emotionally caught up in the upside that you ignore all the downside, right? 
So we talk about that every week as well. It's like, don't just get caught up on the upside. Look at the downside. I give examples um, that I've, you know, I've seen where the downside was so big, but they just focus on the upside. And when things don't go their way, they're like, oh, wow. No, you know, I, I, I don't have any time, energy, and financially it's not there, right? So then I was like, you know, um, just look at when you make your investment decisions, look at those things, you know. Um, I have, I mean, right now they're still young, but uh, they understand the asymmetry upside and, you know, with, you know, looking at the downside, then it's going to give them a far a bigger advantage than anybody else. Balance the barbell. <laughs> Balance the barbell, yeah. So um, we haven't talked about, I think I've given, I don't know. Yeah, we haven't talked about the barbell yet, but, you know, that could be the next thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. It, it's a bar, bar, barbell tied everything together for me. You know, mm. just taking principles and frameworks and then just, you know, looking at it from what's what where it's at on the barbell, um, it tied everything together. For me. Are you um, so are you helping the these kids also participate in crypto as well in terms of building the treasury or is this more just something that you're doing on your end? Yeah, so uh, the plan is for the as far as the treasury, we're going to keep building the treasury. So as we bring on new members. Uh, a part of it will go towards there's, there's two parts of the treasury one's going to be for projects uh you know for real life projects the other one's going to be for charities okay so, um you know because it, you know when, when i started the project it was two things it was not only to learn real life scenarios and real uh and projects but also to just be better humans and to give back right mm-hmm. so um you know they're you know, they're the focus is going to be to do good and world as well, and and that's going to be that's going to be the night raids and stuff like that. So we'll be constantly donating to charities as we build that too. Oh, gotcha. that's very, that's yeah, that's very cool. I'm I'm excited to see. Oh, go ahead, Jay. I'll go ahead. I'm I'm excited to see more of this. Um, you're like you're down in the states, and I've and me and Jake have talked numerous times about like helping kids or whatever. Um, I'm up here in Canada. So, you know, some of the things that you guys are, are doing down there, I just, I've looked around and I don't see anything up here and it just gives me like so many ideas to like run with or whatever. But like now, now that the internet and the metaverse and the world is, is so open, it's just so nice to like, I can just picture like so many kids coming in with different views, but then like basing all around like the similar principles that that's going to be very powerful. Yeah. Um, I think just the fact that there's, um, other youth members in the project, uh, it helps because, you know, can, like if, if I go to my son and I start talking about principles and frameworks, it's just going to be like a lecture, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm, I'm like, Oh, dad's lecturing me again. Right. Um, but the fact that it's part of a project and they have weekly calls and there's other members there's a community there, mm-hmm. you know, um, they're, they're soaking it in a lot differently. Um, you know, one of the things that we do is whatever we discuss that week, um, I'll, I'll give them my, uh, you know, experience and scenarios that I've dealt with, but their, their task is to go and talk to their parents as well. So then they'll go and talk to their parents and have a discussion about it and they'll get a different perspective and point of view. So um, it, it, it's, it's, been, it's been great because the parents get to talk about it without them approaching the kids. The kids are approaching them. Right. Mm. So, um, that's been, that's been, that's been awesome. Yeah. Having, having your uh, teenager hold up a mirror. (laughs) 
Yeah. It's, 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 it's definitely, it puts, it puts a parent on the spot sometimes, you know, for so, sure it would. Yep. Um, you know, with this next expansion that I'm doing, so I'm, I'm, I'm really, uh, you know, focusing on, you know, the parents that have done the personal growth, uh, with CCA, Wolfed In, uh, Nick Miss, um, you know, Dr. Jeff Spencer, uh, because they know the value of it and they understand it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and when the kids come and approach them, they can, they can have a good conversation about it because they, they just, they just been in the pro, they just, they're aware of it. Oh yeah, for sure. So that's, that's, that, that's going to be my next micro step is going to be just the parents that are currently in CCA, Wolfed In, Dr. Jeff Spencer's world in there, in the, you know, so in that environment. So then, you know, it just, these are the current four kids are, the parents are. Mm -hmm. So are the parents, right. Or the kids that you're working with now, are they people just in your personal, like, I guess, geographically, like local area that you just know, or are these kids that, because I would, the reason I asked this is um, you're talking about like expanding into kids who are of parents and people who are, who are who, parents who actually get it. Like they understand the concepts, they've been through it where I can see there's a lot of alignment there. Cause when you're meeting with kids and you're, you're essentially providing guidance and leadership to them, which is also the same role as the parent, like, you know, what if the parent doesn't have that track record of knowing these principles? And then could that potentially create, well, this is how I believe things should be. Well, this is what I'm taught in this program. And I think I could see a couple outcomes from that. Maybe the parent goes, wow. And you know what? That's really powerful, which as we all know, these concepts, they're all powerful and they, they all make a lot of sense and, 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 and they're very useful. So I would see that being the case, but I didn't know like what the relationship was like with the parents based on their background, where they come from and how yeah, that so, all works together. Uh, parents are in CCA and in Wolfden. Okay. So, um, so like one of the parents is in Wolfden and not in CCA. So um, we have a parent discussion chat that what I do is, Hey, I discussed this, this week your kids are going to approach you with this this is this is uh what this principle is and um you know just be prepared for have a conversation about it you know so gotcha. um that way the parents aren't completely caught off guard when the kid comes up and hey hey they talked about playing the game can you tell me about that you know and they, you know they been they're just coming like uh i don't know what to say you know so um the parents are given a heads up as far as what's going to be uh coming to them from the kids yeah gotcha and then you know what the kids can teach their parents something if they, they don't know it you know so the parents would get some value out of it as well so well that was oh, kind yeah. of where i was well i was just saying that's kind of where i was going at with it a little bit was in, in a way is that you know what if you have parents that don't understand this stuff and then you're you know you're teaching these kids these concepts and and then they're going back to the parents and the actual parents are learning from their kids like oh wow like this is powerful stuff like i i kind of wish i would have known that maybe i should take some steps to educate myself as a parent on how this stuff works yeah mm -hmm. I, I can see that happening for sure yeah, i mean i could, i mean I, the, the the one of the parents is in the wolf den and he is yeah he's more and more involved in than he ever has been ever since his son was in the program so yeah and even their take on how you've explained it to them or walked them through it or whatever, but even their, how they process it and how they, you know, use it, it would be different than how an adult would. Right. But so those conversations, 
yeah, I'd be really interested to like hear some notes, what you've seen over this little stretch or whatever of of just maybe like a personal interaction between a kid and a parent. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, just I could tell from my experience with my son. Um, like the, the, the most recent example was the waterline model that they talk about. You know, um, you know, just so you know what the waterline model is is uh, you know you share your vision, uh, your expectations, then you have your interpersonal communication, your face to face communication, and then you have your you know internal beliefs, your intrapersonal communication. Right. Uh, what most people do is if they don't they don't share their vision and expectations and they go straight to intrapersonal so then they they project their internal beliefs on people so what my son did is he took that model and he's like hey you know this project he's working on in school he's like you know he said that that helped him um for his project with his team he's like hey let's share the vision um let's make sure everybody knows what their expectations are in this project so we're all on the same page um, and then, you know, I mean, that's, that's how far he's gotten so far, but I mean, he's like, he's, and he's, he's aware that they'll do face-to-face communication, just, but just don't assume or project your beliefs on how the other person is without going through the proper steps, you know? Mm. So, um, that was, that was a, I was, I was really happy with that conversation. Proud dad, <laughs> proud dad moment. <laughs> I was, yes. Because I was like, okay, now some of this stuff is soaking in because it came out of the blue. Um, and he's, and he just, he came to me with. Conversation, so it was awesome. Yeah, I had a moment this weekend. It was uh, Thanksgiving up here in Canada, and uh, we had a lovely weekend considering it's getting pretty close to snowing, but um, it was beautiful and sunny. And I was walking through the backyard, and my wife and daughter were sitting on the bench in the backyard, and I heard I overheard them talking and planning their perfect day, (laughs) you know. And so, when you hear those things just like out of the blue it's like oh okay this we're on the right path here <laughs> yeah uh, one of the other parents came to me and told me that their son approached him and was like hey uh i need i need to uh plan out my perfect week you know because i talked about you know from dr jess spencer's you know the champion's perfect day mm-hmm. uh, so I, I talked a little bit about that and i had them plan out their perfect week and, and so then my parent came out and was like they just love the fact that their son approached them with that you know so Um, I'm getting really good feedback from parents as well. Can I ask you like, because I've, I've only, Dr. Jeff has only come into my life through the wolf den in this last year, but I'd like to know how is it like working with him and talking with him? (laughs) Oh, I mean, he's, he's been amazing for me. Like, um, just so I'm a totally different person now than I was when I, when, when I first got into crypto, because I was just aping into everything you know um fomo you know just chasing all the time just you know impulse decisions everywhere you know uh it was it was uh it was it was pretty bad <laughs> the, first yeah. year, the first you know last year but one thing that dr jeff spencer has done for me is just slow me down mm. you know um just practice restraint um and um receivership you know uh, receptivity, just being more aware of what's going on. I mean, just that's just been huge for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Just being being able to allow the space for things to come to me instead of forcing things, you know. Um, and it, it just just being it's like for example, you know, I had my business for sale uh, two months ago, and uh, the buyer fell through, 
it didn't faze me one bit. I, I know, I know uh, uh, two years ago, I'd have been like uh, frustrated and irritated, stressed out. It didn't faze me one bit. I was like, you know, the, it, it'll happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and what do you know? It's, you know, another opportunity come up and it's even better, you know, mm-hmm. just because I, I just kept, I allowed for that space, um, which I never had before in my life. You know, um, and it's it just in the way he coaches, he coaches that way, you know, I mean, he's, he, I think I remember the first call that I was on him. I had like a list of stuff I, I had written up that I need to, hey, we need to talk about. Then he's just like, slow down. He's like, okay, let's talk about the first thing, you know? And then we spent the whole call on that. And I was like, wow, there's so much just to that. that I mean, you know, um, and just seeing how he is so just, He's so calculated. He just he 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 truly is a corner man that Nick says he is. Mm-hmm. He, he could definitely see around the corner. Yeah, like all all his content that he's put out through you know what I've seen through the Wolf Den has just been amazing. And and every time you just walk away and like you said, it's like slow down, <laughs> you know, just and just slow down, slow and smooth, smooth as fast. All, and yeah, it's amazing. He, he and done, but he he actually puts you in the right frameworks, and then eventually just becomes part of you. You know, mm-hmm. um, I didn't even realize it. And I was like, oh, okay, I, I'm there now. Like I'm, you know, and it's because of what he's taught me. This might be a personal question, but how big of a leap have, have you made in this last year with being in touch with all of this? Oh, it's, it's been huge. Like uh, I could tell you like growing up, communication has, was never a big thing in, the, in, our, in my family, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, just the ability to share, you know, communicate. Uh, we always struggle. I, I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't have it for my parents, uh, and I wasn't doing that for my kids, you know. Um, but you know, he he gave me the guidance and the steps, and it was it, it seemed like it was like this is so simple, you know. But it's crazy how those steps became so big, you know. Like the the change that I had, like you know, just like for example, the relationship I have with my son. You know, um, has changed so much um, just through the the steps that he's provided because it's it's this micro steps. Mm-hmm. You, you you want you want to change everything at once, but you know, if you, you, even you, you need to take you need to take micro steps to get ahead. You know, and he and he sets that up for you. Mm-hmm. And he he also tell you it's like, hey, um, you're gonna do this, and this is probably what's gonna happen. Um, when this happens, this is what you're. This is the way you should handle it. You know, so now you're thinking about this. Like it's you're playing chess now instead of checkers, right? Yeah, and, peeking uh, around the corner, <laughs> peeking around the corner, and and then you know he does it all the time. Like in our conversation, it's it's amazing. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's he's he's just the. I look at there's like two types of mentors. There's direct mentors, and then there's indirect mentors. And Doctor Jeff's been an indirect mentor for me, and from the sense that I don't actually get on calls with him personally, but I do, um, I do learn through the education that he puts out to the world and i take it seriously and i apply what i can in fact my screen um on my desktop i actually have the champion's mind and human mindset like kind of comparison table that he puts together so i decided to put that as my uh my background so every day when i get i was like i want to put this somewhere where every day i see this and what's the only place i know that i'll look every single day and it's always going to be my computer background so it's just always a reminder of you know you know, to default, to, you know, to understanding that, you know, the human mindset always gets first dibs, but he, the champion's mind will always get the final say. And we want to make sure that champion's mind steps in front of the human mindset to give it the final say. And 
Um, so he is, he is truly a gift. I, I'm excited about, I don't know. Are you going to be at gray wolf summit next month by chance? You'll be there. Okay, cool. Dwayne, I'll be there too. So we'll get to meet each other in person. And, um, yeah, so it'll be great to, to meet Dr. Jeff too, and really get a, hopefully get an opportunity to really speak with him. Um, I do want to shift over <laughs> back to the project because I do got a question specifically about the, the kind of the age range that you've been working with. Um, I, I do see where I'm looking at your doc here. I believe that you're going to be focusing on or expanding to, to, to new youth members ages 10 to 17. Um, actually, it's not going to be 10 to 17. Um, it's going to be what the parents feel like is appropriate. Okay. Um, because I, I, I think age is just a number, you know, um, if, if, the, if the parents are heavily invested um, in their own personal growth and they want the same for their kids, and if they, if, they, if they feel it's like the right time to do it, then that's all I need, right? Mm -hmm. uh, if the parents are on board um, and they're ready for those discussions to have with their kids, uh, it, it's it's the situation is right then for them. Yeah, I agree completely. I I, I wasn't sure like right now with the kids you are working with, are this what age range are you finding? Like what what's the youngest to the oldest that you're seeing? Uh, well, the initial four I did fifteen to seventeen. Um, so, you know, I, I had now, you know, and I'm, I'm thinking about my daughter, right? Because it's crazy how much drama a 10 year old can have in school, you know? Um, and I'm like, okay, she needs this too, you know? So, and, and I think she could have even used it a couple of years ago. Right. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, it depends on the parents and where the kids are, you know, just I, I, I just can't put a number to the age, you know, on this. Mm -hmm. I have uh, three daughters and my oldest one is 10. And you you are totally right. Like she I, and I've been trying to help her with some of this stuff just to deal with all the stuff that they do go through and to put put it in its right place and, and get her fundamentally sound to be able to deal with all that. It, it's uh it's yeah, a my, battle. Yeah, my, my my daughter needs to hear playing your game like twelve times also. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, yeah, she 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 she's. I mean, my, I talked to my wife about it. My wife is like, yeah, you know, she knows what I'm covering every week and talking about, and she's like, it's time for our daughter to be in it. Hmm. One one thing about as you're building this community and with um, a younger age group, what what direction are they leaning to for? to come inside of a community like we're on discord and telegram or whatever for um, certain communities but like what kind of platform or communication avenue are you using for that age group um it's, it's the success finder so oh, uh, nice yeah so the success finder is just the way it's being built is perfect for our community and project um you know everything about the success finder is just perfectly set up for it you know i love i love what they're doing with that um, so, um, as far as, you know, we're going to set up a course structure, um, and then we're going to have weekly calls. We'll, we'll have, you know, so they'll, they'll, they'll take the course and then we'll discuss it in, uh, live sessions as well every week. Um, the kids are the, the 15 to 17 year olds that we have right now will probably be leading some of the sessions now. So they're, you know, so that way it's one thing to listen, but to get the words out of your mouth is another, right? Mm -hmm. So um, to be able to actually teach it to other kids is going to be a big, big step for them, you know, 
So now what we're doing, instead of me recapping what we've covered, I'm having them go through and recap it for me, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so it's, and it, it puts them on the spot because they, they haven't got those words out of their mouth yet, but I think it, it's going to set them up for when they start teaching other kids. Yeah, for sure. Like me and Jake, before we started this podcast, we used to talk, you know, daily almost about these concepts and just back and forth. And then it was, it was like, okay, like let's, let's start a podcast and start talking about this more because mm -hmm. the more you talk about it repetition, right? Like it just, it just anchors it in there even more. And I still stumble on the words and, and coming up with the concepts that I've that I have in my mind, but I can't like vocally get them out sometimes, but they're there. And it's just like, yeah, the more you talk about it or the more you recap it with somebody, it just anchors that in. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just by me teaching this every week has helped me mm -hmm. by thinking it, right? I mean, you know, um, you know, it's, a, it's, it's one thing to teach it in a way that you teach to adults, but to say, how can I relate it to kids? You know, so I, I look at my son, his age now I gotta look at my daughter as a different age. So I was like, okay, now I gotta make sure I word it in a way that, that you know that age group can understand it as well. So um, it helps that I have kids that age that I can kind of think about when I'm doing this uh, these lessons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, cool. Well, uh, is there any um, like if somebody wants to, if there's a parent out there, is it is it required? for them to like have gone through this stuff themselves for them to get their kids involved? Does it really matter? Is this a something that you've opened up to the public? I'm just curious if anybody comes across this and they're like, wow, I, I, you know what, like my kid needs to be involved in this and they want to take a step forward. Like what would, yeah. what would be the best way for people to get yeah, in touch with that? Even, even Jay, if you could just start like, um, you know, if somebody is, hasn't got the CCA or Wolf Den principles, like even just run them through the full gauntlet. Like, okay, if you're at this level, go here. If you have any recommendations to like where to start to learn. And then if you're already there and understand and want this to proceed with, you know, with your kids learning this as well, then go, then add that as well. Yeah. I, I think it would be overwhelming for me to send them to like all the content that's out there. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. overwhelming. <laughs> it's too much, you know, yeah. um, but the, I think the recap that I give, like in the parents discussion, is sufficient for i mean if, if, if you if you believe your kids are ready for this and you want this for your kids then that's all i need right um and if, if they're if they're not familiar with cca wolf den um you know dr jess spencer then the discussions that we have in the parent group will give them a heads up and they'll know what's coming right um if this parent yeah, this mean, sorry to interrupt this parent discussion group is that on success finders as on success finder as well. So it's a different chat that I have just with the parents. Oh, nice. So we will we, we'll have calls like, we're, we're going to start setting up calls like regularly. We'll, we'll discuss like, hey, get some feedback on what's going on. Uh, what do you suggest? Um, so I get some good feedback from the parents. Um, in, and also in the chat, I'll talk about, hey, this is what we talked about this week. So they know exactly what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. I got to wish you the best on this project, man. It just like lights me up actually to hear you um, taking this on and, and building it out because it's like Nick says, you know, it's building stronger kids so we don't have to fix broken adults kind of thing. <laughs> and, and this is a huge step forward in that. Awesome. Thank you. 
All right. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for, for coming on Jay. This has been great. Um, we'll, we'll make sure to link everything up in the show notes for, for any parent out there that is, uh, looking to get their kids involved and, and like Dwayne says, like raising better kids and, you know, and, and getting to the point where your kids have that operating system, that toolbox that they can take to the real world. I know, um, as a parent, I think all of us being parents, we can certainly share in that sentiment of, of wanting to, to prepare our kids in the best way possible for those years that are inevitable to come where they have to be adults and they have to learn how to operate in the real world and navigate it. And, um, this is certainly like the stuff that you're teaching is, is the, is, is provides so many valuable resources for helping you through, through those times, which can be very challenging. So thank you so much for coming on and, and talking with us about it and sharing your mission. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This was great. You've been listening to Wolfish on Web3. We hope you enjoyed the show. For real-time updates and news on crypto, NFTs, and mission-driven projects making waves in the Web3 space, follow us on Twitter at Wolfish on Web3. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode. And always remember to stay wolfish.